What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Terminator 101 here on Anchor. If you're listening, I assume that you are a fan of the Terminator franchise. Like myself, I am a diehard fan of the franchise. It's my favorite movie series of all time, um, but I do have some exclusions. I'm only a fan of what James Cameron has had involvement in. So that would be The Terminator, 1984, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, 1991, T2 3D, Battle Across Time, 1996, and next year's untitled sequel to Terminator 2, which is tentatively called Terminator. He's a uh, producer, and he also has a story credit on that. So those are what I focus on. I don't care at all about... Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles, Terminator Salvation, Terminator Genesis, or any of the various novels, comic books, or video games that are not related to any of what I just mentioned that I am a fan of. Um, So having said all that, if you're listening and if you are in that same category that I am in where you only love what James Cameron has had involvement with and are looking forward to what James Cameron will have involvement with, then you have found your station. If you're looking for a, a, like a kind of general open-ended, um, not open-ended, but you know, just kind of like opened kind of podcast that includes everything within the franchise, then you're not going to be happy because I'm not focusing at all on that stuff. I will do some segments talking to you guys about why I'm not a fan of that. Uh, particular material, but um, that's pretty much the only time it's going to get mentioned here on the station and on the podcast. So I hope you are excited for this. I know I am. I am very, very excited to talk to you about something that I am so passionate about. Um, Like I said, it's my favorite movie series of all time. The first and second films are my favorite films of all time you know they're my number one and my number two um so i am super super dedicated to this uh, particular series and saga and i cannot wait for next year but we'll get into next year um in a later episode but uh thank you so much for tuning in favorite the podcast subscribe however you can go about doing that um if you're listening here on anchor you can actually applaud if you like something that you hear that lets me know that you're enjoying the content so that's really helpful And I will be back with some really cool stuff. So stay tuned. So this podcast is going to be a community of um, fans of the Terminator series that James Cameron has had involvement in. And it's really going to be a focus on that exactly community. It's going to be as many people that are able to find this as possible and are, you know, as passionate about it as I am. I hope that you guys will call in, uh, share your thoughts, your opinions, ask questions, share your answers, whatever. Talk about new, exciting things going on with the saga. And it's going to be a very cool way to kind of uh, share our love of what, you know, we're very excited about, but also kind of keep us, uh, you know, tied it over until next year, because it's very far away until we get, um, a new Terminator film and one that 
we as fans of James Cameron, we, we can now actually be very excited for next year's film because of how creatively involved he is. Even though he's not directing it, he is producing it. Um, it's in the hands of a very capable director, Tim Miller. And he also has a story credit on uh, the script. So, you know, he was involved in the writer's room. So we can be very excited and we can have very high hopes based off of everything that we've seen. And I'll talk more about that later on. Um, but this podcast will definitely keep us, you know, tied it over until then. So thank you so much for listening. And um, I hope you share. If you know people that are Terminator fans like you and I, uh, let them know. Tell them about this station. Tell them about Anchor. Tell them about uh, this podcast, Terminator 101. Uh, you can also find this uh, podcast on Facebook. I just started the page over on Facebook. So if you want to join that and like it, and that's going to be um, an even bigger extension. So if you don't have time to call in, uh, you can go on the page and uh, share some of your thoughts over there too. So uh, very cool stuff. Very excited about this. Um, and I'm going to be coming back here very soon and talking to you guys about why I've named it, what I've named it. And um, just a couple quick thoughts on the original Terminator film, because that's what started this all off. Right. So we're going to talk about that as well. Stay tuned, guys. We're coming right back. Alrighty, so we are back, and I'm going to be telling you guys a couple things here. First of all, why Terminator 101? Well, a couple of reasons. I like the name of it. I have yet to stumble across something with that particular name. Um, I've actually been involved uh, with a couple other podcasts that are Terminator-related. I was... Um, kind of the originator and uh, the original host of Skynet's Army's podcast. If you guys don't know, Skynet's Army is a very cool uh, Terminator fan group. Um, they're not active anymore for some reason, and I've reached out to them, but they're just not responsive, so I don't know what happened to the people that run that. But um, they were a very cool group, but they were more focused on you know, everything in the franchise, which is cool. You know, they, they were more, uh, free to express whatever they wanted to. They, they made sure that they included everything. If it had Terminator on it, it was, it was a go. And that was cool, but also problematic because of just my belief in what I believe in with this particular franchise. So, um, I was the host of that podcast for a while, and then I just kind of lost interest because of, you know, uh, time delay, you know, time uh, restrictions, not delays, time restrictions and whatnot, and then just trying to be more um, open with the franchise, and I wasn't able to really express my true feelings about the uh, non-Cameron sequels and whatnot like that, so um, I kind of got you know, uninterested in that. And then they got a new host. So that was that. And then I created my own, uh, Terminator podcast called the resistance. And, um, that, that didn't go anywhere for a couple reasons, kind of personal reasons, but you know, everything happens for a reason. So all that is in the past. Um, and we are back and this is going to be the full fledged podcast. 
Terminator 101. So why is it called Terminator 101? Well, I intend to cover as much ground as possible within the Terminator franchise that James Cameron has had involvement in. And so that would mean that anybody that listens is kind of getting a 101 lesson on that topic. So that made sense to me. Terminator 101. Beautiful. I love it. Also, it's kind of like a little wink because um, Arnold's model is a Cyberdyne Systems Model 101. So that's really cool. And that's really my only two reasons. Um, I just thought it was a clever, kind of cool name for a podcast. So that's why I named it that. And yeah, I'm going to be coming back here, guys, talking to you about why the first Terminator film is so special to me. Stay tuned. So why is The Terminator my favorite of the series and also my favorite film of all time? Well, I'm going to keep this real brief, as brief as I possibly can, but to me, The Terminator is a perfect film. It is a 100% masterpiece, and it's a film of unequal measure. This is a story, this is a... uh, film about themes and connections and everything that are so relevant today, even more so than they were in 1984. In 1984, a lot of what was depicted in The Terminator was science fiction. And while we're not, you know, capable of time travel or we're not in a future war as rough and as brutal and as dark as the one depicted in the film, it's on the horizon. You know, it's it's something that you ask any person who is really interested, any professional person, any scientist, any person who studies this stuff, and they will tell you that, you know, even James Cameron, who is very knowledgeable, says that, you know, it's on the horizon. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, stuff like that will happen when technology will take over or when humans will destroy themselves with the technology that they've created. I mean, we're, we're, we're there, we're already there. So, um, you know, it's a very relevant film. Um, it's a very exciting film. It's a very fast paced film. Um, I love it because it's a very, uh, horrific film. It has a very 1980s, horror vibe and it's not even the fact that it's 1980s it's just the fact that it's a horror film the terminator is a horror film whereas terminator 2 is a action film um the terminator is just the ultimate presentation of this particular story whereas you know one of the main reasons terminator 2 is just a smidgen under the terminator for me is because of it's not presented as horrific as Um, the Terminator is, you know, in Terminator 2, you see the nuclear war, you see the bombs drop, you know, you see the effects of nuclear war, and that part is horrific. But for the most part, the rest of the film is, you know, kind of not not lighthearted, but it's not as scary, or it's not as um, just in your face, this thing is unstoppable. You know, the T-1000 was 
very, very well done. Uh, Robert Patrick did a fantastic job with it, but there was something about Arnold in that first film that was truly scary, even more scary than Robert Patrick. And the fact that most of the film, the first film, takes place at night uh, gives it a really cool, ooh, kind of uneasy vibe to the whole thing, you know? Um, the casting is perfect. The script is perfect. Everything is planned out to a T. Whether or not it's explained, it's explained in either T2 or, um, you know, there are some unanswered questions just within the saga itself that, you know, hopefully the, the next film can uh, successfully answer. Um, so for all those reasons and the fact that it's so iconic, you know, I'm looking at the poster on my wall right now. I have both Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 posters on my wall. And I'm just looking at the first poster and it's just, it's so iconic. It, it, it just, it really is. Uh, everything from, you know, even the music that you just heard from Brad Fidel, that iconic, doo -doo, doo -doo -doo -doo. you know, it's so, it, it, it was made on a synthesizer, you know, that, that, uh, that score. So it has a very, Almost, it's supposed to represent a robot or a um, like a like a mechanical person's heartbeat. You know, something that is not human. That is what that score is supposed to represent. It's supposed to represent the Terminator's heartbeat. Um, so everything about it is perfect. The animatronics, even some of the effects are dated, but still, the, you know, just for their time. When you, you when you look at the film and you and you understand it was made in 1984. They were they were fantastic on the budget that they had for that film. Ugh, just everything about it. The fact that it's basically an indie film um, compared to the scope of Terminator Two. It's just so much more special. It's so low key, but it just it's so low key, but it has such a hard hitting impact that it takes you completely off guard. You know, Terminator Two had a lot to live up to, and it did. But the Terminator just came out of nowhere and took people by storm. So for all those reasons, that's why The Terminator is my favorite film of all time and my favorite Terminator film in the series. Um, what do you guys think? What is your favorite film in the series um, that James Cameron has had an involvement with? You, you, you obviously have uh, Terminator, Terminator 2. Um, some people, hey, if T2 3D Battle Across Time, the Universal Studios attraction, the short film, if that's your favorite, let me know. Um, we have three options we can choose from here, but they are three fantastic options. You know, obviously the Universal attraction is, uh, I don't think up to par with uh, the first two films, but you know, it's an, uh, it's an attraction. You know, that's what it was for. It was supposed to be a fun theme park attraction. So anyways, let me know what is your favorite film in the franchise that James Cameron had involvement with and I'll be back. So there you go. That's my kind of as brief as I could possibly make it um, examination and explanation of why I believe the Terminator is the best in the series. Now coming up, I'm going to have a call in from my really, really, really good friend, my best bud in life. Um, he called into the station and this is actually... Um, a call-in from one of my other podcasts that I uh, had here on Anchor, but it's obviously related to Terminator, so I wanted to share it with you guys and answer the question here on the station. So without further ado, here is Boyd asking, can the Terminator franchise be saved? 
Hey there, Eddie. I had some questions based off of your Terminator post earlier today. I noticed you said that the first two Terminator films are really the only true Terminator films in your eyes, the ones that were James Cameron directed, and I agree with that. Um, most everything after that is just really bad, in my opinion. Uh, I wasn't a fan of Genesis either, but I guess this raises the question. Even with James Cameron coming back in 2019 to do executive producing, do you really think that this series can be saved? You know, they've gone around with a lot of weird plot lines and they've confused the masses in this series. Do you really think that it can be saved at this point? I mean, they've gone far down the rabbit hole. And I guess my other question is, do you think that Schwarzenegger can come back and be a valuable member of the cast? I found him to be really awkward in Genesis and possibly too old. Uh, so let me know what you think and uh, see you later, bud. So thank you, Boyd, for the call-in. Like I said, that was actually a call-in that he submitted to me last year in 2017, but um, it still has relevance here because we have yet to have gotten the new Terminator film. That'll be next year. So the question is still up in the air. Can the franchise be saved, even with James Cameron on board, as Boyd said there? And I do think that he is our last hope. He is kind of like are Kyle Reese in a way. He's our last hope. You know what I mean? James Cameron is the creator of this franchise. So if anybody can bring it up to the level that it was back in the 80s and the 90s, it's James Cameron. And the fact that he's, you know, I would I would kind of be hesitant if he was just credited as a producer. I would be a little hesitant. I would still be excited, but the fact that he was involved in the writing room, he was there with the other writers and he has a story credit, that gives me that gives me a lot to hold on to because James Cameron has fantastic ideas. I mean, you you go on YouTube and you type in James Cameron interview and you just listen to the guy talk. He he fascinates me because he talks with such a presence and he talks with such uh, a, a power of knowledge about whatever the topic is that he has good ideas. He has fantastic ideas. And if you guys have yet to have seen the, um, basically it was the announcement of the new Terminator film that him and Tim Miller did for the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, go on YouTube and type in J uh, James Cameron, Tim Miller, Hollywood Reporter, and there's like a 45-minute video where it's James Cameron, Tim Miller, and the reporter uh, talking about the new Terminator film for next year, and uh, they go into a lot of detailed information, and you just watch that, and yeah, I think that the franchise can be saved. Now, if next year the film comes out and it sucks, and it completely bombs then there's no hope uh terminator is basically done for and that's it in my opinion that's it so that is my first answer and then the second answer is can arnold be a valuable member of the cast he can be in genesis they did it the wrong way they 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 embraced his age to uh to an almost detrimental level um you have to embrace his age, but the way that I understand they're going about doing this in the next film is he is going to be, finally, we're going to see um, a true 
representation of him as the prototype, as the human prototype for the T-800. So we're going to see him. And if you if you follow Arnold on any social media, you you see him posting and it's not a big deal, but to me it is because it adds to his look. Arnold is now very old. He's in his 70s and he has a beard. Now he has a beard. And I'm telling you, the fact that he just has a beard makes him look younger. It makes him you know, it, it gets rid of some of his age, in my opinion, as strange as that sounds, you know, you would think not having a beard would make him look, uh, younger, but the, when he doesn't have a beard on now in his age, he, he, he looks comical, you know, he's reached that point of his career where he's kind of like a joke in and of himself. So the fact that, and I, and I have a feeling James Cameron or Tim Miller or somebody realized that, and they were like, all right, we got to, we got to approach this from even just a visual standpoint. So Arnold grow a beard and he looks badass. He looks badass again. And it's a cool new spin on the character. Um, what we're going to see exactly with the film, I don't know, but that's all I, I all, that's all I understand at this point. I, I'm not even confirming that that's true because there is no confirmation really. I understand that Arnold will be presented as the human prototype for the T-800. Whether or not he will be a Terminator in the film, I don't know, but I do think he can be a valuable asset. He is He's still the draw of the franchise, as I said earlier. He is still the draw to the franchise. You get rid of Arnold, I mean, look at what happened with Terminator Salvation. I mean, here's a, here's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity where I'm going to be talking about Terminator Salvation. That movie didn't have Arnold in it. It had a CGI Arnold toward the end, and that looked god-awful. Um, and I think that's one of the lowest-grossing Terminator films in the in the series. Um, and I believe that is partly due to the fact that Arnold was absent. He is, he is what people think of when you think of Terminator. So as long as he's alive, and as long as you can do something really cool and new and interesting with him, not Genesis, uh, yeah, use him. Um, because we're not going to have Arnold forever, you know? So those are my answers. Thank you for calling in, Boyd. And if you guys have any questions, call in here on the app. You can um, share your questions or your comments, and I will share them with everybody listening. Thank you so much, guys. And until I talk to you next time, I hope you guys have a great day. And keep watching Terminator. Hasta la vista, baby.